0: Hello and welcome to Enjoy's Podcast, episode number one twenty three.
1: This is Schmitty.
0: I'm Zoner. I'm Squishy, and this is Zook. And uh, we come to you a little bit late. We apologize. We had some health issues uh, running around on on the bots here. Uh, Stark is out for the week, but we have Squishy from Squishy's Comics and Movies.
2: Hello. So we're always
0: we're always happy to have him on board. We got a lot of headlines, though, because we are a couple days late, so we need to jump right into it. Before we do, though, shout-out to our friends over at TrekRadio.net, KryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio.com, and Stitcher.com. Also, shout-out to our friends at Salt Lake Comic Con. Salt Lake Comic Con has moved. We've moved now to the Salt Palace, downtown Salt Lake. Uh, The address will be on the website. We will be in booth J12. And guess who else is going to be there at Comic Con with us? No one knows. Gene Turnborough, our friend from Krypton Radio, will be the master of ceremonies who will be actually running the main show at Salt Lake Comic Con. So shout out to Gene. Uh, If you have not checked out KryptonRadio.com, you really should. Gene's an awesome guy who runs a tight ship over there. We're happy to be a part of the Krypton Radio family and uh, hope to be able to see him there and sit down with them for some one-on-one time. Again, that is uh, Salt Lake Comic Con, September 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Salt Palace. Get your tickets now before they run out again. <laughs> Up first on our headlines, uh, we have a slight shift in uh, philosophy happening over at Microsoft in terms of Xbox and Xbox One. They've decided to change their stance on indie games. Indie games, of course, are like uh, not from the main publishers, not from third-party developers, but rather from just kind of, if Schmitty wanted to make a game and get it out there. Absolutely. (laughs) And I think he has from time to time. (laughs) It used to be on Xbox and uh, Xbox Live, if you wanted to, you had to go and purchase a certain license and get approved by Microsoft, and it was just a whole bunch of hoops that by the time you were done with it, you weren't really that much of an indie developer anymore. (laughs)
1: No, yeah you, you had to you do your own advertising you had to do your own i mean it, it was a nightmare
0: <laughs> yeah um, in in this way however the new one microsoft is allowing publishers to self publish games which means it's going to be much like the android app store used to be where at any moment you could hop onto xbox live storefront and download any game from anyone and it may or may not work or be good, <laughs> or, or be good.
1: <laughs> Another fart app for the Xbox. Oh man!
2: Yeah, I, I have some fears well, about that. My question yeah. on this: uh, obvious, obviously, we've got um, Mohang who did Minecraft. Huge, I guess. Are they? Con- they were considered indie, weren't they, Schmitty? Uh, for a while, Are we going to yeah. see a lot more games like them popping up? I got well,
1: I dunno. I I mean I, I consider that a little more higher quality of a game compared to uh a lot of the indie games you see, uh not not putting indie developer down, but um I, I think we'll see a, a lot more proliferation of stuff like we see on the Android market. Um lesser quality things, either either someone having an idea and hashing it out in in a weekend or something that's not really all thought out. Um I'm not sure exactly how they're how their curating process will go but uh, we might see a lot more junk compared to what we see now on xbox live arcade
3: and you know i also think they're opening themselves up to a huge liability of people recreating old games people recreating mario 3 or zelda or metroid very easy to do that kind of programming now and recreate some copyrighted material, which could get them into a fair amount of trouble if they, Microsoft, are then distributing that product. I hadn't considered that, but that's
0: a real good. That's a real good point.
1: Yeah, and hopefully they have a good enough curating process to say to to weed out the ones that are obviously copyright infringement. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> There's no way, real way to know until we until we experience it.
0: Are you thinking that they're allowing the self-publishing thing just so it can tie in better with their new project Spark?
1: I'm I'm thinking so. I, I kind of thought it had something a little to do with that. And and for those of you who don't know what Project Spark is, it it's a way to allow people that own Xboxes or or Windows 8 devices to easily create game content, either on an entire a, a game level or an entire game with your own. Um, With your own missions and everything, and and I think this may be a a way to enable those to be shared to Xbox Live without jumping through hoops. So yeah,
3: and I also wonder, over or under three months? Well, three weeks before the first virus hits Xbox One, because how you know part of the part of the fun of that kind of uh, browsing around is knowing eventually you're going to find something that will brick your system. I I have several Apple devices, and one of the things I love is their quality control process that ensures that viruses won't get through there, that games won't come along that will mess you up. I, I think the Internet has proven that for everyone who loves to give away free stuff, there are people who love to mess with you.
1: I I agree with you. And uh, it's funny that you bring that up because I was actually thinking that, you know, within a couple weeks of this going live, we may see also um, a way to jailbreak your Xbox One through through that app distribution. The
3: possibilities for quality are endless, but the possibility for problems, I think, is even bigger. I've got a feeling this is more of just Microsoft's knee-jerk response, that Sony said something that the PS4 is going to do, and now they have to change their whole way of doing things just on a whim. So going I think this is going to end up biting them in the butt.
0: Yeah. Well, we will see. It will be an interesting time. Uh, I think... I think everyone is right to a great degree. I think we're going to see a lot of Echo the Dolphin remakes. Really? I think we're going to see a lot of fart You think apps. Echo is going to be the, the
3: go-to I- first app? Not Mario. They're going right for Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Echo
0: the Dolphin, it's, according to Schmidty, one of the greatest games okay. of all oh, time. <laughs> and it's so simple that I could make it in MS Paint. Uh, you just take a dolphin and a blue background and just animate a couple little motions, and that's it. That's a game. But I think we're all right. I think we're going to see the crap apps. I think we're going to see the ripoff of copyright copyrighted material. And then I think we're going to see the viruses and possible exploits and hacks with Microsoft struggling to keep up with them. But overall, I think this is going to be good. Because I think if the Android marketplace has shown us anything, is that overall, you can only increase the strength of your device by allowing community...
3: the the community to write and while i think this has a huge potential i think if xbox live has taught us anything it's that the a-hole minorities can very easily ruin the experience for everybody yeah you
0: accidentally download an app that just makes your xbox one sound like a screaming nine yeah you know somebody's gonna work on that isn't that called xbox live yeah almost um jumping the headline here onto another microsoft one microsoft sent a funny takedown notice to google which i'm sure someone at google loved getting this request and going well okay sure i'd love to do that they s- told google to stop allowing copyrighted material and to take down a site off of their off of their uh, their search results microsoft said this site is infringing on our copyright we don't want them to have it anymore please take down microsoft.com
1: that's hilarious.
0: Now, granted, it was not Microsoft directly, but rather one of their third-party agencies they hire for this sort of thing—people um, who evidently never graduated from high school uh, in Yugoslavia, which Yugoslavia. I think I just made up.
3: Which actually isn't a country. Is, well, I think no, even I was a country for
0: even more obscure. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Peggy from uh, those Capital One commercials was was filling out these different. Uh, these forms, but it's kind of funny nonetheless. Yeah. Into some Google news, we have a competitor coming up for Google Glass. Uh, Schmidt, I'm going to let you handle this one, considering I don't really, I don't think I really understood it.
1: Okay, yeah, so um, I can't remember the name of the company, but uh, there, uh, there is a new uh, alternate reality glass coming onto the market called GlassUp and um, it's supposed to uh, directly compete with Google Glass. They have a version with an external camera and one without. Um, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but these look even more geeky than Google Glass. Um, it's kind of like a like way to say good way or a bad way. If it, I don't know. I guess it depends on how geeky you like to be, you know, the geek chic. Style. They they kind
2: of remind me of like racquetball goggles that you would wear <laughs> back in like the late 80s early 90s.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have people wearing these to go play racquetball, and then uh, be really disappointed when they get hit in the face and they just shatter. <laughs> but uh, the, I mean, yeah, that's what they look like—is uh, um, uh, racquetball glasses. Now, the, the difference with these is that the the heads-up display shows up directly in front of your line of sight, um, and the uh, the developers uh, argue that it's it's actually not going to be very interfering because. The, the light that passes through is very, or I mean, the, the, the light of the heads up display is very minimal. And, uh, it's, it's not going to, um, distract you. Because as long as you're focused on something far away, you're not gonna see the heads up display. So you're gonna have to, you know, focus on the heads up display in order to see it. So it's not not very distracting
0: you know i keep seeing this new technology come out both with the, this glass up and google glass and i know they keep saying it won't be distracting it won't be distracting but to me there's only one way we can guarantee it won't be distracting and that that is once we finally get neural imp- implants that actually <laughs> put it directly into our occipital lobe squirrels so <laughs> so we're just rendering it directly as your brain is rendering vis- visions in real time It's just simply having that data thrown in there as well.
2: Well, well, one of the big differences with this, too, and and people have talked about Google Glass being an invasion of privacy because you've got the camera and whatnot. Mm -hmm. This competitor doesn't have that. It's basically where you get the information, but you're not sending any information out. So that could give them a leg up for those uh, privacy freaks out there.
1: They, They do have a version with the camera, but they're definitely trying to push the one without because of that whole issue yeah. and and I think um, I don't think it's going to help the issue because um, uh, people see you with, with tech glasses on, and they're immediately going to think they're immediately going to think, "Oh, am I being filmed, or are they taking my picture, whether or not it has a camera
2: well, see I'm going to think, did that guy just play racquetball <laughs> so, yeah. see,
3: and and I think that to a certain extent this might be my age or whatnot, but to a certain extent, we sort of have all accepted that if you're outside your home, or really even in your home, you probably have a good chance that someone could be videotaping what you're doing. I mean, what, Rodney King was 20 years ago now, and it hasn't gotten any more prevalent. Cameras are everywhere. There was a a wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles that in the last week or two was at a, a concert, said some stupid things, some rather racist things someone got it on tape and it's may have destroyed his career so i think we might just all need to accept that you're probably always on tape so be on your best behavior yeah, stop it, being it's a become that new thing you know always wear you know always wear clean underwear always wear your seat belt, assume you're on camera that's something i'm going to engrave into a i'm going to into a doily, put it yeah. up on the wall.
0: Uh, the thing about these wearing wearing glasses that people are just going to assume it's like those wannabe uh, Bluetooth headsets that instead of being a Bluetooth headset are meant for old people so they can hear things far away. You see them on late night yeah. infomercials. If you're going to look like you're wearing the tech, why not at least wear the tech? Because you can't afford the <laughs> tech. <laughs> they were pretty much, yeah. The yeah. iPhonies, at least the Simpsons iPhonies. I, I want to see someone actually take Google Glass technology and modify it so you look like Lobot. That'd
1: be
3: cool. Lobot? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> from uh, from Cloud City on the...
1: Empire, Empire Strikes Strike. Back. Ah, okay.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I'm a little ashamed of myself. It's
1: kind of the reverse, majority Instead of something in front of your head. You yeah.
3: Okay. It. And it keeps your
0: ears warm.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, into some Apple news here. Uh, Apple was... Uh, They they caught a lot of flack for all their uh, association with Foxconn. Foxconn, uh, we talked about it maybe a year ago. A lot of their workers weren't really happy with the conditions and started having a suicide party by flinging themselves off the roof. Foxconn responded by not improving working conditions, but instead installing nets. (laughs) Which... I guess everyone needs an HR action plan. Uh, well, things got so bad at Foxconn that Apple has decided to start moving and changing suppliers and have moved to a new Taiwanese one instead, uh, whose name I don't have right in front of me. Um, it looks like uh, Taiwan's uh, Pegatron Corp., which is a cross between a Pegasus and a Decepticon. So, evidently, however, a, 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 a U.S.-based... Chinese workers uh, watchdog agency has flagged Apple's new suppliers as being worse than their old ones, going so far as to um, hold pay and identity papers in order to extort and blackmail workers into working longer hours, basically saying, you will work longer hours or we won't pay you for the hours you've already worked, which seems, I don't know, that seems something straight out of
3: Farmville to me. I don't know quite how to describe it. <laughs> You know, we hear about conflict diamonds when we were kids. How long before we get conflict iPads? My, my wife commented to me the other day that bananas have more blood on them than diamonds. How much blood is on my iPad?
1: Yeah. I, it's a scary uh, device. <laughs> yeah. Probably I'm, none, because really... net
2: caught him. Uh, <laughs> 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 Was this a pre-net I'm,
1: iPad or a post-net iPad? <laughs>
0: I hadn't really considered that until you said it. Thanks for darkening that right up, Squishy. <laughs> Glad it can help. But you're right. It's like, oh, geez, I should feel guilty every time I use my laptop. Or your TV four or your watch. I people died to make it.
1: Yeah. I just want an icon on my iPad that, that, that ensures me that it's a post-net iPad.
3: There you go. but I I think we've all just accepted that on some unconscious level that our technology is made by slave labor. And we're really okay with that. It's the same reason we shop at Walmart. Not that well, okay, it is better than slave labor but anyway. We love our pyramids, we love our Walmarts and we love our Uh iPads. How did they build the pyramids? They had massive, massive whips. Um, Speaking of Apple and whips,
0: no, no, that doesn't no. work. <laughs> um, Apple was ordered, however, to um, end deals with their major publishing uh, partners for all their eBooks, and uh, they're not going to Amazon. That's less of a loss for Apple and more of a win for Amazon. Basically so, are we going to needs-
2: see? Are we going to see book prices come down now? Ebook prices come <laughs> down? You think drastically, probably
3: considerably. Yeah. Why would they? Well, because they're being ordered to by a federal judge now. Okay, so they can drop their prices a nickel and pretend, and then just pass the savings on to themselves. Can you name me the last major evil corporation that actually reduced costs just because it's?
0: Well, what's going to happen here is probably what's going to happen is I would say Apple is going to drop their prices by maybe. Fifty percent because their markup was considerable, but instead of us seeing that uh, seeing e-books on Apple's bookstore reach Am- Amazon level lows, we're probably going to see Amazon finally able to bring their prices back up to what they should have been because Amazon was underselling e-books. They were selling them for much less than they were actually were supposed to be just to get them out the door, and they had mm-hmm. to do that because they couldn't compete against uh, against iBooks. I guess is the name of the store. So what we're probably going to see is the two prices kind of meet in the middle and move from there. And then in about five years, we're going to find out that the two of them together were price fixing and we'll have to go through this all over again just because that's how the circle turns. Um, going into, uh, more Amazon, no, sorry, not Amazon, but Android news. Actually the galaxy S four, which is Samsung's newest little baby, their, their newest love child they're, uh, forcing out onto the world was found guilty of doping, as it were, in benchmark tests. Anantech, which is a highly respected tech website, uh, I've been reading them since like the late 90s, uh, nearly everything I know from micro architecture, microprocessor architecture comes from Anantech were running benchmarks on the new S4 and finding that it really just blew away the competition across the board. They couldn't believe how good it was until they started delving into its uh, firmware code and found that it was specifically told to overclock its own processor for certain applications by name. So even though it only had, I think, a 433 megahertz graphics processor, it was bumping itself up to 580 just for these... Few benchmarks. Yeah. So to test it, they ran benchmarks that weren't listed by name, and yeah, they did not perform nearly as well. <laughs>
1: <It's> code doping.
2: <laughs> yeah, code doping. And
1: steroids. <laughs>
2: if it's Sam's kind of brilliant, if Samsung's doing this, are other are other manufacturers doing this as well? If they're not, they're probably thinking, why weren't they?
0: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> exactly it 's easy to say yes, except for the fact that samsung i mean this is right in their wheelhouse to do something like this um it 's probably the, one of the reasons why they 've been outperforming h t c even though they're using the exact same hardware um, yeah, it's big- probably, i i would i'd actually bet that they were the only ones doing something like this
1: yeah, they the last couple of years they 've had a lot of pressure to be the best phone on the market because they have such a big market share. Um, and so I, I, I kind of feel that this was just a way for them to, to try to solidify that market share or, or kind of uh, um, justify it in a way, which which doesn't make it better. It doesn't make the fact that they did it any any better. But
3: um. yeah, you no, know, and that that does sound very reasonable. It's the story we hear in sports with performance mm-hmm. enhancing drugs you know, you got someone who got there with a certain amount of performance and ability, had to do something a little bit shady because it was for the greater good, and then it became their way of getting through the system. So, Funny enough about
0: the S4, I deal with a lot of S3s and S4s at work uh, as part of my position uh, where I am, and... I have to. I'm in charge of managing them on our enterprise level, and a lot of androids, believe it or not, are not secure enough for uh, HIPAA violation HIPAA regulations, and whatnot. And so, you have to add an additional client onto the email system that makes them encrypted, so they can can be HIPAA compliant. Uh, iPhones automatically are, Blackberries automatically are, Windows phones are automatically also compliant. Android, naturally, is not. Samsung made the S3 and the Note 2 built... They have that built-in compliance; They're automatically compliant. Everything's great. I don't have to configure anything else. The S4 is not automatically compliant. Somehow, they didn't see fit to add that feature. On top of it, all of our other additional security settings that we, uh, that we put in place break nearly everything on the S4. My point is, is, is not that the S4 is a bad phone because the people who have it seem to love it. I get the feeling that they were rushing this thing out the door with not enough changes to really make it uh, worth it. You know, I mean, the S3 was still pretty new; people loved it, but they were they felt the pressure to rush out and make. Well, we had the best phone last year. We need to make sure we have the best phone this year again. Let's throw it out the door. Let's give it some slightly inflated numbers. It has a bigger screen. Give it some nice ads where people are hovering their hands over it, and we'll call it good.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think I they just felt
0: the point pressure point. there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and all that notwithstanding, though, it's still a great phone. It's still probably in the top five of, of oh, totally of phones. But but yeah, it's um, exactly what you said. <laughs>
0: It is, it is squishy as squishy as he put it, like an athlete. Yeah, it's almost as if uh, an athlete said, well, I got first last year, but I want to get first this year, and I want to beat everyone by at least 30 minutes, so I better mm-hmm. I better
3: tweak things. Sure. And you have to do a little bit more each time, and, you know, who knows? Uh, that was why they got into it. It's, it's not like there was some mom-and-pop company. You know, I mean, this is a pretty big electronics company that uh, did something shady. So you got to think. We asked the question earlier: if you think other people were doing it, if a company as big as Samsung was doing stuff like this, what do you think the smaller companies are doing to try to stay afloat?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and if if they aren't doing it, like like someone said, they're kicking themselves in the butt now. Why didn't we do it? But Samsung is going to be under the microscope a lot, a lot harder. This, you know, yep. the next phone's coming around, and. Uh, all the other manufacturers, if they start doing it, who knows if they're going to get caught or not? Because you know, who's gonna who's gonna think? Oh, you know, this new phone, it's slightly better on the benchmarking. I, I don't know.
3: But on making calls, it's crap. Yeah. Though I do have to thank Samsung somewhat because I think this is the first time I've actually heard the word overclocked used since I think two thousand. Too. I know. I did you feel know, a little much I, I thought that was something you guys just made up back when, in the early days. Uh, back in the day, Squishy and I used to be roommates,
0: and uh, that was when I did overclock my system. And I went to extreme lengths to overclock my system. The to microwave. Post- yeah. yeah. I would just try and overclock the crap out of it just to post numbers to forum boards to say that I could. And and he thought it was something I had made up on my own. But no, it's it's true. Uh, Moving on into some tablet news, and kind of alarming tablet news, actually. Um, Tablet market share was uh, released for Q2 of 2013. That is the second quarter that just ended. Not surprisingly, Android is leading the pack with 67% of the market share. Actually, no, I take that back. It is a little bit surprising. The iPad has been out for, what would you say, guys, Uh, four years now? Four years, yeah. Almost four years. Yeah, they're about. Yeah, and it's a great device. I had two of them. I loved them. Um, I've not had an Android tablet, but I've always wanted
3: one. But iOS only holds twenty eight percent of the market now. Well, you say now, what's that da- Is that down from? That's down, down from a hundred percent.
1: Ninety nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: uh, okay, but that that number is a little bit inflated because how many different tablets run the Android? That, that that's almost notwithstanding though because
0: that's that that's, that that doesn't actually factor into a whole lot. I mean, an iPad is an iPad is an iPad, and if you want, it used to be if you well, wanted a sure, tablet, but I mean, there, you got an iPad.
3: Sure, but I mean, there's one iPad. How how many different ta- you know? how many tablets two. run. Okay, there's two. Forgive me. There are two tablets that run the iOS software. How many tablets are there out there that run the Android software? To be fair, probably too many.
1: Over
3: 9,000. <laughs> As Honor will tell
1: you exactly. from those,
0: uh, those ones he has holding up the end of his uh, his fridge.
2: No, they they work. I mean, Yeah, so flash they, you, something good gotta, on them and they a, work. A lot of
3: those, you know, babies, yeah, the the baby's first tablet that you see on Groupon for 79.99 counts as an Android device. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that number is a little bit, a little skewed. The most surprising thing about these numbers is the
0: Windows tablets. Uh, Now, the reason this is surprising is because a year ago, there were no Windows tablets. So, all these numbers that Windows has put in there has been just since they launched in October of last year, not even a full year ago. Windows tablets have taken up 4.5% of the market. That seems... Wow. You say, well, that's a tiny, tiny number, except for the fact that it's still one sixth of Apple's. Yeah. It's nowhere near Android's, and it's nowhere near a majority. I get that. I'm not saying it is. But it's a surprising chunk considering how much is still Android and iOS.
2: Are -hmm. these tablets running that failure of an operating system, Windows 8?
0: Oh, well, no, no. To be perfectly that. honest, they probably are running the failure. Don't have of, enough time for that conversation. They are running the failure of an OS that is Windows 8 RT.
1: Uh, well, I, I think most of them I'm, it's probably half and half of uh, Windows 8 RT and and just straight up Windows 8. Um, the reason I say that is I see a lot of businesses buying tons of Windows 8 tablets just for you know their marketing teams or or people that are on the road. Um, because it's compatible with their current work system.
0: Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we just we just rolled out another 10 at my work, and every time I set one up, I have to ask, but why? Why do you get this and I don't? You know? <laughs> oh, because the sales team likes to be able to show people different little things. Great, so get a Cubo, you know? Give me this <laughs> tablet. Now, not surprisingly, BlackBerry is making up 0.2% of the market, and others what others are there like are 0.0 leapfrog. maybe z- <laughs> yeah. i think we Leap- the real babies first leapfrog apple. is actually and right now
1: yeah they are and yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably so interesting little uh, number change there i don't know if we'll continue to see those numbers or if if apple has something in the pipe that will turn things around for it cuz as it is jelly beans kind of ruling the day Netflix decided to finally deliver on some promises that we they made us. Uh, They show up on Apple TV, and for the twelve people who use Apple TV, that's awesome news.
1: (laughs) Oh, they are going to start proliferating this uh, profiles feature on all uh, Netflix clients, probably with the exception of Google TV.
3: Yeah, we actually saw it. uh, We saw it this morning. Uh, We have Netflix through the PS3. And uh, or yesterday maybe even gave us the chance allows you to set up profiles to have well, different people in the house be able to you know not have Phineas and Ferb and Dora the Explorer recommended to them if that's not what they're into. Yeah, this so, is
1: something that my family is excited for because you know I, I like the concept.
2: Yeah. That's exa- or squishy. That's yeah. exactly and, what I get recommended to me all the time: Phineas and Ferb, Dora the Explorer. it's yeah. awesome.
3: Nothing wrong with Phineas and Ferb, but Dora the Explorer might actually be the worst show ever created. Yeah. Um, And I liked the recommendation features of Netflix. Unfortunately, it's been trained by my daughter for the last year, so none of the recommendations are things I'm interested in. I like this new feature idea because hopefully it'll recommend some things to me based on my viewing habits that uh, will be some new stuff I'm interested in. Yeah, I
1: haven't hit up a recommended title from Netflix for almost years now. So it'll be nice to get back to... Oh, recommended title? A new documentary? Okay, cool. Not, not a kid's show.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay, more signing time. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. Could be that Battle tops that your kids were watching a couple Bay weeks laid. ago. That. <laughs> oh, uh, there's some horrible stuff yeah. out there, as no one is surprised to hear. I, I actually kind of learned like
0: the, uh, the recommended features because it, it allowed me to immediately see wait a minute, why is this recommending this for my kids? Kids, what have you been watching?
2: <laughs> Ooh, I hadn't because I'm an of absent that. parent like that. I hadn't thought of that being beneficial like that, but that that's awesome. I hadn't considered that.
3: Well, you also have the recently watched list, yes. so it's pretty easy to tell what the little people have been watching. Well, right, but I'm a crappy parent, see, so... <laughs> yes yeah, true. One
0: okay, thing they point um, out is,
1: uh, oh, sorry, there's one little thing. One thing they point out is you can also, uh, instead of people for po- profiles, you can also make profiles based on moods or something like that. They have the, the, late, the, the date night <laughs> profile or the middle of the day don't know what to do profile or the,
0: Oh, I see uh, Schmidt has activated his suicidal profile again. <laughs> uh, okay, more Moulin Rouge for him.
1: Red cover version, or go bust. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, up into some more Microsoft news, and this one is kind of odd. You know, we talked earlier about them getting brought up from Microsoft.com. Well, this one is about their SkyDrive. SkyDrive is their version of um, Cloud Docs, or iCloud, or whatever you want to call it. It's their cloud... Enabled storage system, and it's pretty awesome. It really is; it's quite cool. However, evidently, SkyDrive is too close, according to courts, to Sky TV, the second largest cable provider in Britain.
1: Sky because when
0: you hear, yeah, the Sky Broadcasting Group, maybe it's because we don't live in the UK. Maybe some of our UK listeners could give us a heads up. But when I hear Microsoft SkyDrive, that in no way is confusing to me. For a broadcasting company. <laughs> Nor do I th- confuse it with Sky Active, which is uh, Hyundai's hybrid system, or Mazda's Sky whatever, which is their their Bluetooth audio system, or even the Sky itself. It's not that confusing to me, so I don't quite see why it's considered infringing on it, but they were ruled by a court to stop using the name SkyDrive. So they have to rebrand
2: the whole thing now. Well, yeah. the interesting thing too is they just said okay. They didn't even fight it. I, is it just?
0: Is, am I the only one who's kind of tired of this this pacifist Microsoft that's tired of fighting the European courts?
1: No, yeah, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> They've yeah. just been beaten. Also, to some that- extent.
3: They also know it's not in their long-term interest to make an enemy of the court system, because they'd rather lose this type of a case and get a little goodwill of "Okay, we took our punishment," than to maybe get hit with something that would cost them an awful lot of money. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's not so like they, they have to any change the windows. They're, they're not know? getting any goodwill. They're not getting any brownie points.
0: They're Whatever getting bad as to give Microsoft brownie points.
1: Let's just hope they they don't go with just Drive st- and then get some guff from Google.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking they might actually it's Microsoft uh, Drive. Just be honest and go with what we've always known Microsoft was turning into. Rename it Skynet.
2: <laughs>
3: let's let's see
0: you take on Skynet. You like that? Uh, no, no, we'll we'll let that one pass. Though you
3: would have to restart actually, the Terminators every Google's couple hours. And <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they
1: get a virus because they didn't get their updates.
0: <laughs> yeah, Terminator and end-of-life service are two things I don't want to hear in the same sentence. Let's not have Microsoft do Skynet. Uh, <laughs> I into guess. Google news, and into some kind of scary Google news, actually. Um... Google has decided that net neutrality may not be what they actually want. Uh, it was announced, uh what was it, six months ago or so, when Google announced that Provo, Utah would be the newest one on their Google Fiber network, and everyone's going, well, why do they get it? We want it. And everyone's fighting for a piece of Google's new ISP, because you can get a full gigabit down uh, for dirt cheap, and who doesn't want that? Well, as it turns out, you may not want that, because Google has put into its terms of service that you are not allowed To have any type of server on their internet connection. Many of you are going, well, duh, I never use a server anyway. (laughs) Why would I do that? Because you might, without realizing it. If you, I don't know, use TeamSpeak for your game, you're using a server service. If you You house a Minecraft service, yeah, if you have a Slingbox, if you have, if you use an FTP, if you publish a website, I'm currently using the server service right now. If you have anything that's like that, you're not allowed to use it on Google's ISP.
1: Yeah, when I heard this, I was furious. Even though I don't use Google Fiber, this goes way against what uh, they're always touting about net neutrality. It's horrible.
0: Now, other ISPs don't necessarily block it, but they don't like it either. To be fair, it is a drain on Internet resources, But most other companies will say that it's not supported. That if you're having problems with it, they won't help you fix it. But that's a far cry from, if you have it on there, we will kick you off our service. So, I mean, I don't know how big of waves this is going to make, because not a lot of people have it right now.
2: Is this something that's easily detectable by the ISP? I, you know, yeah. if they if they look and say, "Oh, well, Bob Smith is running a Minecraft server and he's running a home media server," and it's
0: not only easily detected, it's easily misdetected, meaning that a lot of false positives pop up as well. It's kind of like back in the day, um, a a midwestern ISP was trying to fight piracy, and so they started booting people off who were found to be using a certain. Group of ports because I figured, oh well, that's that's point to point sharing. Well, yeah, it was also World of Warcraft. Yeah, and they ended up like having their uh, their customer base because they were kicking off World of Warcraft subscribers.
1: You know, I just had a big revelation. I wonder if this is a big push, just a, just a blanket push to stop. Torrenting because when you're torrenting, which is probably what a lot of the fiber customers are doing, because wow, I have a hundred megabits of speed, I'm going to go download all the videos I can. You you are effectively a server when you're torrenting because you're you're seeding back out to peers. Uh, so I, I wonder if it's just a blanket attempt to just stop that because that is one hard one tough thing to stop is is torrenting because you're always changing port numbers and things. So uh,
0: yeah. Um. The idea of a read-only internet, however, I mean, is a gimped internet, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. And by that, I mean an internet that you are only downloading or streaming from, that you're not allowed to put anything back to. Even right now, the four of us are on video chat, and if the wrong sysadmin was looking at our traffic, they could easily say, well, one of these guys must be a voice-over IP server. We're not. We're using a third-party service, but it would appear that way to their systems, so that's kind of that's kind of big news, and it's kind of a real slap in the face for Google of all companies to be doing it to us.
1: Yeah, not not good. <laughs> not I'm not happy about it. Schmitty,
0: but- I, I told Schmitty this when this uh, headline came up, and he like immediately curled into the fetal position and just kind of rocked in the corner.
1: <laughs> I, I swear, at that time, I mean, it, not that I don't know. At, at the time, it just seemed like the world was crashing down on me. <laughs> I, I put so much, I put so much faith and trust into into Google and Google services that uh, it. This just seems like a, it seems like a personal attack to me. If I were wasn't so embedded into into Google, I would have dropped all my Google services right then and there.
0: But I would like to point people out to a previous episode, and I wish I had the number right now, where Schmitty said the exact same thing about another betrayal Google did. <sighs> and he said the exact same thing if i wasn't so embedded in google services i would have dropped them right now
1: i'm going to start unembedding myself so next time this happens i could i can actually just drop ship
2: <laughs> how many people out there though are in the same boat where they're saying oh hey well google said this but now they're doing this dang i'm too deep in bed with them i can't get out yeah
0: this sounds a lot like an abusive relationship, guys. I think it's time to cut bait into just...
1: <laughs> like a Google intervention. Yeah.
0: Look, he's no good for you. He's not going to change.
1: Uh, yeah. In, in here, we're using Google Hangouts and Google Docs for our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I could quit him anytime, time, okay? Yeah, yes.
2: But he loves he's me. He's going to change. <laughs> oh.
0: Uh, Google drinks because you cry.
3: (laughs) Nothing like a little spousal abuse of humor to really get the day going off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're not going to win any awards Mm. for this episode. Uh, Let's go into something happy. Isis. Which is not from Archer, unfortunately, because that would be happy, too. I really want a new <laughs> yeah. season of Archer. But no, ISIS is the mobile uh, payment method that was brought up to combat Google Wallet. I think uh, AT&T signed into it, T-Mobile signed into it, and I want to say Sprint did as no, well. to Verizon. Be Verizon. Oh, you're right, you're right. Because who cares if it was
3: Sprint or not. Exactly. No, seriously, does anyone use Sprint? No. used to. I had my BlackBerry on it a couple of years ago.
2: Sprint and BlackBerry, that's like the Dufecta. (laughs) Dufecta. I just make up a new word. Awesome. Duopoly. Duopoly, yes. Yeah, ISIS is expanding. Uh, If you've never heard of it, uh, it's probably because you are not in either Salt Lake City or Austin, Texas areas. But it's the the reason that you probably can't get Google Wallet on your phone. Because the carriers have, have jumped in and blocked... Google Wallet so that ISIS can be successful. And I gotta tell you, I love ISIS. I use it all the time, but of course they They're give me a free Jamba Juice smoothie every day, so who wouldn't yeah. love that?
1: Well, when, it, when you sign up, you get it, uh, free. You get $15 on your account, and when you sign up for the uh, reloadable card, you get another $10. So I, I had $25 to start, and uh, it, it got me hooked. Yeah, using, using the phone to pay is a different kind of positive reward you know little uh, endorphin release there when you use your phone to pay instead of a credit card
0: <laughs> I think you've got issues Schmitty kind I mean of- first you have that betrayal from Google where your world comes crashing down and now you have endorphins being released by mobile payment options well, hey, at
1: least it's not Google Wallet I'm one step further to being <laughs> <laughs> away from Google <laughs>
0: He can beat me. He can take away my ISP, but at least my money is secure.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, before we get too far off point here, uh, ISIS is expanding nationwide sometime this year. uh, I've heard rumors. We'll probably see it in October. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. Get excited.
3: Okay.
0: Very much so. Yeah, you just don't see this, the future, Squishy. No. You don't see the possibility. <laughs> no, I
3: live in the Northeast. Um, <laughs> you're lucky to have cell reception. Well, uh, I was going to make some comments about why it's better to live here than in Texas or Utah, but really think if you need those points spelled out for you, then you're just not trying hard enough.
1: He's got a point. Very in true. He does live Massachusetts. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better than the... the Free health
3: care, the ocean, Boston Red Sox... Yeah, Lobster Lobster, rolls. Lobster.
1: Um, White Castle.
3: Now,
0: uh, into weird news. We have some weird news, and it is weird. Um, Some adware, and I'm sure everyone, if you've been on the internet long enough, you've seen this pop up, but some adware was installed on a person's computer that popped up and said, warning, child pornography detected... Uh, we will be alerting the authorities to you uh, unless you pay so much to make it go away for us to clean it off, basically. It's uh, it's ransomware, is what they refer to it as. It holds your computer hostage, as it were, threatening to call the FBI and let them know that you have child pornography. Well, it scared this one person so badly. Um, let me see if I can get his name and whatnot. This is unmashable. Uh, Jonathan Riley of Woodbridge, Virginia, uh, was charged because he decided to he, he really got freaked out by this adware turned his computer off took it into the police saying this th- this thing says i have child pornography and it's going to tell you unless i pay it money well they said well okay they looked at his computer and yeah he had child pornography <laughs> so he was booked into prison
1: Wow.
2: Well, yeah <laughs> well played virus writers <laughs> kind of makes you wonder if
1: the FBI, this was a phishing attempt from the FBI, <laughs> to yeah. weed out all the guilty.
3: And <laughs> the <They're> stupid. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: now,
0: uh, part of me wonders if he wasn't set up. I mean, every, uh, every time I say, no one is this stupid, there's no way he was actually this stupid, the human race always surprises me, so maybe he really was. But I would imagine that it, it's very possible that, the few pictures they found because they said they only found like a little small amount was put there by the ransomware itself
1: oh i didn't know that Hmm. because you would
0: think that if you're dumb enough to have something that illegal on your computer you wouldn't voluntarily give it to the police
3: i I don't know right i I kind of or or, are people that dumb? people are that dumb they do they are I spent too many years in customer service, I've been training the mental health profession for the last few years, and yeah, there really are people who are just that dumb. Oh, well, congratulations, human race, you win yet again. Yeah. <laughs> Z- honey boo-boo is on the air. I really don't think I need to say any more. <laughs> yeah, uh, that right there.
1: No, no, just you got
2: I, a point. I, I,
3: that argument's over. We are that dumb as a species. Uh, We're also
0: that racist. Um, China has announced a new phone from a Chinese company that will only be uh, released in China. It's a China-only phone.
3: Its name? Red Rice. (laughs) Is that one of those, you know, nobody beats up my little sister but me kind of things? If I I say it about myself, it's all if someone else calls me that name, it's racist. You can't say that. Only yeah. we can say that. I, okay, you're communist and you're Chinese. Oh, rice, sure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. Yeah, I don't know if we if we had an American cell phone called you know White Burger, would that be bad? Yeah, probably.
1: No, no. <laughs> this I'm kind of hungry microphone.
3: now. <laughs> Play to your market. Play to your strength. Minnie mentioned White Castle a couple minutes okay. ago, so my tummy's rumbling. <laughs> we do have uh,
0: some entertainment news here too. We have a uh, there's a proposal for the CW to get a new Flash series. Now, the last time the Flash was on TV, it was ABC, and it was a long time ago. What was it? 20 it was late years ago? 80s. It was early nineties. Yeah. Good show. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, all five episodes. No, like he got.
3: I think it got two full seasons and it's actually the reason why Mark Hamill ended up playing the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. So, if for nothing else... The trickster. Yep, he was the trickster on the Flash and that got him uh, the Joker to come and replace Tim Curry for the Animated Series. The rest is wonderful, wonderful history. So, they're being very smart about how they're going to be doing this new Flash series, or so I think. Uh, They're actually going to tie it in to uh, Arrow, their Green Arrow series that's been going this past year that I've been starting to watch and really enjoy. Uh, The Barry Allen character is going to show up first. They'll introduce him in two episodes in the first half of the season, and then he'll probably end up being the Flash from the reports I've heard uh, by, I think they said about episode 20, sort of going to serve as a backdoor pilot. So, this lets them test out the character of the Flash before really committing to a full series for it. Now, unfortunately, what that has meant is they've dumped the idea of a Wonder Woman TV series. So, believe it or not, the first big screen portrayal of Wonder Woman is going to actually be in Lego form. You know, we're going to end up with two TV series versions of the Flash in the time since we've had a Wonder Woman series. I don't know, as a father of a daughter, I find something to be a little bit wrong with that.
1: Yeah, got a yeah, good we, boy,
2: we. Well, as a comic nerd, Wonder Woman is she's one of the holy trinity of DC. How it how is it that they managed to abuse her so badly?
3: Well if you look at the history, the problem if you look at the history of Wonder Woman. Uh, and abuse towards women in Wonder Woman. Well, it goes hand in hand, but... (laughs) For those of you listening at home, this is a family podcast. Maybe look up on Wikipedia some of the uh, history of the creator of Wonder Woman and what he was into and some of the significance behind her lasso. We'll just leave it at that. Let's just say that she only has one real weakness and it ain't
0: kryptonite. Um I think the big problem is is that a lot of the creators who really get Wonder Woman aren't in the position to bring her to.
3: Yeah, the he's screen. making the Avengers. And the people who,
0: yeah, and the people who are in the position to get her to the screen don't get Wonder Woman. They're just they look at her as a female. Oh, she's just a female Superman. She's really not. And in fact, of all the different superheroes, um, you can get into who has the coolest powers and whatnot. But she's really actually one of the strongest. Batman is an awesome fighter, has a lot of gadgets, great deductive powers, genius-level intellect, not super-powered. Superman, um, super-powered, super-intellect, not very well-trained, to be perfectly honest. He's not that great of a fighter, not a great detective. Diana, you know, Princess of the Amazons, is the only one who is... Actually trained to kick your trash
3: And has the superpowers to back it up See my only hope Is that they're holding off On Wonder Woman So that they can actually do it right And I realize that's probably false hope But they announced The Batman Superman movie at Comic Con This year It would be very, very easy to slip Wonder Woman into that as maybe even just a post-credit reveal. So, you know, they don't waste her on a TV series. That's what I want to tell myself, that they really have a good idea and they're gearing up for something good in the movies. I doubt it, but that's what I'm telling myself, so they can use some of the lesser-known characters on TV.
2: Now, Squishy, you may know this. Uh, was Zack Snyder involved in an uh, early Wonder Woman script or something? I want to say that he has some sort of ties. To no, you're time. thinking I'm of Joss Whedon. In that. Uh, well, I know Joss Whedon did, but I was thinking Zack Snyder did as well.
3: Not that I'm aware of. I mean, he made Sucker Punch, which was sort of a similar kind of woman. Actually, not even at all similar. That doesn't make sense. Uh, no, not nothing that. You tried real hard, you tried on that one just fell apart Uh, Nothing that I'm aware of as far as a comic book or a a connection between Zack Snyder and Wonder Woman No. okay Hmm. I think a post-credit teaser
0: would be awesome, though I mean, I don't know how Batman Superman's gonna go World's Finest is gonna go I hope it goes well But you just just imagine, after a climactic battle or whatnot you see some wreckage of a bad guy's ship or part of his robot face or, I don't know, it's DC, who knows comes washing up on shore and you see a pair of boots come down to the shore, pick it up and it pans up. To Gina Corona. And it's, you know yeah, it, it's a, it's an Amazon is looking it over and yeah. it's the mascara.
3: That's all you would need. Very easy to do. So that that's the hope. But I've got high hopes for the Flash series. Arrow has been surprisingly good, and they've said that Flash is going to have more of a comic book tone to it. He's going to be in a costume, not a, a green hoodie with really bizarre eye makeup. You know, He's actually going to be called The Flash instead of The Shadow or The Red-Blue Blur. Uh, they, they seem a little less ashamed of their comic book origins with this one, so we'll see how it works out. Fingers crossed. Uh, here's something they can keep it up on the special effects too Because the Flash is not
0: cheap yeah. to render Not that speed uh, We need to quickly blow through our last couple headlines here James Cameron has announced that uh, Avatar will be a series of four movies instead of three Granted he's taking so long between each of them I don't think we really care Well, yeah, that one's a money thing My, ki- my kids will be graduated My
3: ki- All four of my kids will have graduated high school By the time the fourth movie comes rolling around this really seemed something similar to why we're getting three Hobbit movies they offered a really big check and then just kept adding zeros to it and he said yeah sure what the heck I can make another movie James Cameron's pretty well said that that the rest of his career is going to be Avatar movies and documentaries so not that surprising hopefully it uh, improves a bit on the story aspect we were discussing that earlier the the effects aren't going to be a problem but hopefully he can deliver on the story yeah uh, and finally,
0: uh, the next Doctor Who has been announced. Actually, just as of today, fifty-five-year-old um, Scottish actor Peter Capaldi will be the
3: twelfth Doctor. Just twelve? Mm-hmm. Are we well, really only to twelve? Yeah. Uh, thirteen if you count John Hurt. Yeah. fourteen or fifteen if you count. Really, there uh, fewer than twenty. There's some unofficial ones, but <laughs> won't bore you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. doesn't. So he's best known probably for either um, the the British series um, In the Loop, which, uh, or I'm sorry, the movie version of In the Loop, which is a version of the British TV series, The Thick of It, uh, also appeared on uh, a 2008 episode of Doctor Who, The Fires of Pompeii, and had a fan- and fantastic part as uh, John Frobisher in Torture of Children of Earth. <laughs> Uh, probably one of the most gut-wrenching and gut-punching parts of that story uh, was the, the fall of his character. Uh, very excited about this one. They went a little bit older. They went sort of the opposite of Matt Smith. Someone a bit more established, but not so entrenched that you immediately know who he is. Uh, the The only big concern is... I'm sure a lot of people did a Google search today for Peter Capaldi, and they found some YouTube videos of uh in the loop and and let's just say they're not safe for work uh his character quite famously in the, in the loop in the thick of it had a very foul mouth so if your kid's a doctor who fan maybe check out which videos they're looking at first just a warning yeah
0: i think this is kind of exciting though because it's a return to the older mm-hmm. actors for for the doctor and it's been kind of the the young Teeny bopper generation for a little while now as the Doctor, so it's kind of cool to be going back to the kind of crazy mm-hmm. old guy.
2: Yeah, so. the first image that I saw of him was one with where he had this old west style mustache and goatee, pointy, looked kind of super villainish. I would love to see the Doctor with that look; that, <laughs> It was just cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll see, he's going to appear at the end of the Christmas special this year where Matt Smith will bow out, and uh, then the next season will start. I believe they're planning next spring sometime. Okay. Well, into our favorites this
0: week, um, we have kind of a, a motley crew of them here. Mine is actually from a project. You can read about it up on Engadget. A gentleman is using a 3D printer to make... Uh, what I really think is the future of 3D printing. He is recreating a 1961 Series 2 Aston Martin DB4. He's using a 3D printer to recreate a car whose molds have been long gone. And I really think this is kind of where the future of the technology lies. He's printing out each p- panel pass by pass. It's taking him forever. But the idea of being able to recreate something that has been lost to history, I think is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, he's going to have to do it pass by pass this way and then redo it all and create fiberglass molds off of it. But just the same, it's pretty awesome. So that's my favorite. Go ahead, check it out, read up on, on his progress and, and take a look at it because it looks really sweet.
2: My favorite this week is a video that appears to be taken from Star Wars Celebration in Germany. Uh, we've got Carrie Fisher and Warwick Davis on stage recreating their famous first meeting, uh, Princess Leia and Wicket. And it is kind of a little bit uh, disconcerting, little bit awesome, and... It just makes me wonder: Are we going to see Old Man Wicked in Star Wars Seven?
0: I think someone's muted.
1: Sorry about that. Yep. My uh, my favorite is uh, from official comedy uh, in YouTube. It's just titled "Worst Villain Ever," and uh, shows a villain trying to trying to torture and kill this guy, but uh, keeps failing so it's, it's pretty hilarious uh, so check it out
3: Yep, and mine's a, a quick recap of a year in the life of the Curiosity rover there's a video up on YouTube that condenses the last year of the Mars rover into a brief two minute video and you see both the awesomeness of what he's done as well as the relatively short distance over which it's moved So check it out not quite as sarcastic as we love him to be on Twitter but interesting nonetheless <laughs> Well, this is his,
0: his public persona. Exactly. He has to be nice in the behavior. video than he is on Twitter. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our episode this week. Uh, again, we should uh, return to our normal schedule this coming week. Uh, check out Salt dot com. We want you to go ahead, get tickets. Come check us out. Again, Booth J12. Until next time. Cheers.
1: End of line. Good day. May the force be with you.